Hello, and welcome to Episode 7 of the Social Collectives Podcast. We are here today with Candace Duggar, and she is the founder of Bullied, Broken, and Redeemed. October is Anti-Bullying Awareness Month, and Candace is here to speak on that. So thank you for being here, Candace. Yay. Oh, thank you. I need ladies. to use it. Sorry. Go ahead. Good morning, guys. Good morning. morning. Collective team. So we are also here with Alina Gardizi and Leslie Racinos. So thanks for being here, guys. Always. Always. Love being here. (laughs) So Candice, can you tell us a little bit about Bullied, Broken, Redeemed and what inspired you? So if you guys got to hear the episode where I was here talking about the Kids Collective, my work started when I almost lost my son to suicide due to horrific bullying. So that's why I left the corporate world and came into kind of a whole new journey in my life. And what I found was there was so little help and support directly for families dealing with bullying. And bullying is not a school issue. And we're going to talk a lot about that today. It's a cultural issue. And so today, you know, I really wanted to help kind of focus on workplace bullying and adult bullying because we talk a lot about kids, right? but it's, it's different. And so um, in today's world, it is everywhere. And so what I have found from going out and doing leadership training at places all over the world now, adults were never really helped, right? We went to school. They didn't help us deal with it. And so now we're really not equipped not to help our kids, but even ourselves when it comes up. And now it's in the digital world, right? It's in gaming and cyber. It's in our politics. It's in our families. It's in our volunteer work. It's everywhere. And so um, so I started with Bullied, Broken, Redeemed several years ago, and now we have grown our kind of work and our nonprofit to will impact over a million families this year in bullying. Wow. So we have, I think, six books and workshops and classes. And so we do corporate training all the way down to nonprofit and Amazing. volunteer work. So that'll give you guys an idea of my background and why I'm here talking about bullying today for anti-bullying awareness, because the biggest thing I want people to realize is you can't change your bully. Right. You can change yourself, right? And so we can talk a lot about what that looks like because we always kind of focus on other people and what we can do to change them. But the reality is we can't. And so, so as, what does that look like? Um, adults, like how do you focus on that? How do you realize that you might yeah. be being bullied yeah. and how do you Well, let's start at the beginning. Right. What is bullying? I do leadership training even with corporations and teachers who struggle to tell me what bullying is and what it isn't. So first, if you get nothing out of this today, bullying is not about conflict. Bullying is not about conflict. If you are dealing with a bully, it is going to have three components. They are going to be aggressive. It is going to be repeated or a really strong probability of a threat. And there's going to be a power imbalance. If you do not have those three components, we are not dealing with bullying. And bullying can have lots of things that adults consider legally, from harassment, we can talk about assault, we can talk about all kinds of other things, right, Mm -hmm. stalking. But it's going to be aggressive, it's going to be repeated, and there's going to be a power imbalance or perceived power imbalance, which is why a lot of the work I do in the special needs community is important because we need to talk about advocacy and advocating for people who are needing that, right? Mm-hmm. So so a lot of times leaders can end up being called bullies because of their perception of power, right? right? So, but that doesn't mean they're necessarily bullying. And so one of my favorite workshops I do is I'm a leader, not a bee. And mm-hmm. you can fill in your B word, being a bee or a bully, right? Mm-hmm. What does it mean to be a leader? And so when we look at leadership, Leadership is designed to inspire people, to empower people, to set vision. Mm-hmm. And when you do that as a strong leader, you're going to sometimes be considered in these. Right. But it's not about conflict, right? So what can we do 
What is conflict? When we're talking about conflict, conflict happens every day. We're going to have conflict. Mm -hmm. You're going to have conflict. You're going to have conflict in workplace. You're going to have conflict in your marriage. You're going to have conflict. We can have conflict here today on the podcast, right? We're going to talk about things that we may not all agree on, but that does not mean I'm bullying you or you're bullying me. It means we have conflict because the difference is in conflict, number one, bullies don't take responsibility. Mm -hmm. If somebody's apologizing at me back and, and truly trying to make the relationship work, they're not bullying. They're, mm -hmm. There was a miscommunication. They're trying to make it mm -hmm. right. But in bullying, when you're talking about conflict, two parties have to want to work it out in conflict, right? Mm -hmm. Two parties can disagree. They can have different visions. At the end of the day, when you're dealing with conflict, two people are normally both emotionally damaged. When you're dealing with bullying, the bully may fake it, but they're not. They're not really, they're just mm -hmm. faking it to make things work, right? But when we're talking about conflict, we come back to the point of both people at the end of the day either want to repair the relationship or move forward in a way that the bully is not continually using their power to hurt another person, mm -hmm. intentionally wanting to do it. Because bullying happens because we want to have this power tick, right? We want to hurt somebody because it's making us feel good, mm -hmm. which is why you hear hurt people hurt people. Uh, but at our organization, we believe hurt people hurt people, but heal people help others heal. And so when you Aww. come to that place, come back to that place of we can misunderstand, we can have hard questions, we can come to it, but we don't need to drop to name calling and meanness. We can, we can look at the problem and not attacking the person. I just That's feel like the word bullied is so overused. Oh, it's, it needs a new term. It's misused. Just, I mean, is. it's just thrown out there and it really does do a disservice mm -hmm. to the people who actually are being bullied. Yes. Similar to anything else. Like if mm -hmm. you have been hurt in some way, you know, it really diminishes your pain to have somebody using whatever the label is for that hurt, just throwing it out there inappropriately. It is. So I appreciate you giving us that insight onto what bullying actually well, is. Well, because how many people we hear all the time, he's bullying me, she's bullying me, they're bullying me. And I'm like, okay, right. let's, let's just take a minute. Was it aggressive? Was it repeated? Mm -hmm. It was somebody using their power over top of the other person. And at the end of the day, to work this out, do both parties want to resolve this issue? And if right. they do, then we can move forward in conflict resolution. But I do want people to hear here, you should not be using conflict resolution when you're dealing with a bully, ever. It is not appropriate, and I want you to think about it like this. Bullying is a form of abuse. It's abuse, especially when we get into workplace and other places. It's one of the largest forms of abuse we don't talk about. Mm -hmm. It causes deep-seated emotional pain and harm to the point people want to take their lives. And so when we're talking about bullying, not only should it be taken seriously, but we, we have to really come into a space that we're honoring all parties, mm -hmm. and you should not use conflict resolution with a bully. Because remember, when we went back to talking about it, the bully doesn't want to resolve the conflict. The bully wants to keep their power over top of the other person, and they want to keep hurting them intentionally to keep that power. They may fake it with other people. They may fake it around the situation. But that's how that works. Yeah. And so that's how you can really tell if you're dealing with bullying. And another thing is, you know, being mean. So you're not mean <laughs> if you don't want to be friends with somebody. No. There are mean moments in the day too, guys. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Have, like when you're angry moments. or when you're right? stressed. We or, all have times. Right. I 
I'm like queen of talking about bullying. I have moments I'm just not nice. Ask my family. Like I just had it. Like I, we all have moments we fall apart. We come unhinged. There are mean moments. There are people that are just toxic and angry and you should put boundaries upon, but that doesn't mean they're bullying you. It means they're not a good person to be in your life and they might be dealing with their own narcissism, their own mental health. They just need to be slid out of the box, right? Mm -hmm. And quite frankly, relationships are complicated. We're humans. I may have a situation where somebody's dealing with bullying to another member on my team, but they wouldn't consider stepping that toe on the line to me because of the boundaries I put in place and how I respond to them Mm -hmm. when they try it, right? You ain't trying it. You can come at me, but we're going to nip that in the bud pretty quick. Well, I think it's really subjective too because how people receive information is not your responsibility. It is them receiving what you have been saying daily in a way they have received it differently. Mm -hmm. So now how do you deal with that? Like people receiving your information differently. Like, so I'm just going to throw out um, a scenario that I've seen happen a lot of times. Somebody is at a place that are vulnerable in their lives. They've, they're worn out. They're exhausted. They are just getting, they're feeling slammed all the time in all areas. There is a reason October is anti-bullying month for a reason. If you guys look around in your kids' schools, if you look around in your relationships, you look around online, we're leading up to politics season, you're probably starting to see a whole lot of conflict online Mm -hmm. and relationships and things. There's a reason for that. Our stress levels with kids getting back into school are worn out. We're all getting into new situations. In school specifically, it takes about three weeks for somebody to get to be a target, which is, and then... This is why there's high levels of suicide in October. So when we talk about this, it's normally a time that I find high levels all around. Uh, If you're in the corporate world, physically, many, many corporations have closed out and they're starting their new calendar year. So there was heavy levels of stress Mm -hmm. that happened in September to closing out financials. And so people are worn out. And they're also realizing I have a whole quarter of a year to go. We have a lot of pressure. Finances are up. Inflation's up wherever we are. It's a pressure cooker time. You feel like you have time, but when you really look at it, it's a pressure cooker time for mm-hmm. people and they get short fused. Wow. And oh, so show grace, right? Show grace when you're coming to it. So they'll come and you'll say something and somebody explodes mm-hmm. and is like, ah, and it all falls apart, right? So I see this happen. Oh my goodness, I get calls on this several times a week. It's <laughs> things are falling apart. But if both parties want to come back together and fix it, You can sit down and use just like you would any other conflict resolution skill and say, I am sorry, I didn't mean to intentionally hurt you. Mm -hmm. I want to work through this. How do we do that in a way that's honoring to you and honoring to me? Mm -hmm. But it normally can't be done in the heat of the moment. It normally needs a 72-hour window. So as I tell people, don't take anything online because 72 hours from now, you're going to want to hit a reset button. You can't hit a reset button. for. Or calling that girlfriend to complain about your husband. She's not going to be there when you're making up 72 hours from now. Sometimes we all need people we can vent to and take it down, but that doesn't mean it was Mm -hmm. bullying. So if you're Dealing with somebody who is in, I would consider, a vulnerable emotional state, somebody who's really needing some space and needs time for their own self-care and wellness, it is normally not the time to have a conversation of conflict. Yeah. It's also our responsibility, especially in leadership, to know when to engage in a conversation and when that person needs some space and support. Because if not, it can really be perceived as bullying. 
especially right. even in friendship groups and women groups, because women, we communicate with our words, right? Yeah. I don't know if you've ever heard that the tongue has no bone, but it can <laughs> really break you deeply right. and break your heart, yeah. right? So, so we have to be careful with our words. Well, I think power. it's really important to, like what you did was define what bullying means mm-hmm. because we're all about protecting our space and being true to ourselves. I think it's really important that we teach that to ourselves first and then on to our children because I do hear kids going, oh, that, you know, that kid's a bully and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, that kid's not a bully. You know, break it down for me. Why? Why? What did this kid do that was so bad? No, there's just a group of people that don't like this kid. And so now he's or she's been called a bully. Yes. Um, And that happens with adults too. Very much. So So I feel like just even if you look at the definition of bullying, like what it is, you can eliminate a whole lot and just get right back down to conflict resolution. Mm -hmm. Right. And not be like quick to use that word. I think we all are. I mean, my five-year-old will say if somebody's not nice, they're a bully. And we've never talked about it at home. So he's learning this at school and they're being conditioned to learn it this way. And I feel like growing up, we probably got to that point too. So how do you sort of like move away from that and take a step back to really evaluate it? So this is probably going to sting to a lot of adults out there. But first, we have to watch the words we use the way we interact with people and the tone we set in our home. Mm -hmm. If we're watching, for example, we're getting in political season. How are we speaking about the other candidates? Mm -hmm. What are the words? We're the adult, we're the leader. We want our children to be raised in a way that they respond appropriately to Mm -hmm. people. Are we calling names? Are we speaking ugly? Are we just because we have a disagreement on a core belief of how we need to move forward How are we speaking about people? Mm -hmm. When we have a conflict with our spouse or our girlfriend or our parent, there's a lot of bullying that happens within families, but there's a lot Mm -hmm. of conflict that happens. How do we speak about those people? So we have to take personal ownership of ourselves. When we take ownership of how we talk about other people, our kids are learning from us all the time. And when they come to school and they're saying that, when they're coming home mm-hmm. with his children, wherever we are, and they're saying, well, they're bullying me, and we, we break it down. Well, is it aggressive? Is it repeated? Maybe they're having a mean moment. Maybe they're just in a tough place and mm-hmm. need some compassion. How could you help them through this? Is there a way you can help them through that? Is there something you could do to be kinder? Because the last thing we want to do is pile on to another person. We don't want to pile on to their emotional trauma they have. And that's really, really important. And when we do that as adults, we teach our kids. This is how we, in our family, teach somebody who's hurting. When somebody's in pain, I don't pile on them. Mm -hmm. When someone's in pain, I'm going to shush my mouth. Saying nothing is saying something. Mm -hmm. Right? The power of silence in a moment is yeah. incredibly powerful. I think it's important. <laughs> it's incredibly powerful. Sure. You take your power back when you don't engage. And then we need to teach, do not ever engage with a bully. They want that. Mm-hmm. They right. want that charge. They they're want you to come. It. They are looking for the fight. That's what they get out of it, mm-hmm. right? So they're looking for targets that they can pick on, that they can come after, that they can use their power to keep coming after over and over again. And so how do we stop that? One, we don't engage. Block, diffuse, use the power of the block, move people out of your life. Not everybody is meant to be there forever and some things are a season, right? But don't keep people around your life who are 
intentionally trying to hurt you. Right. And so once you realize who these people are and you do remove them and block them and get rid of them, <laughs> then you're the bully. Then <laughs> sometimes, sometimes <laughs> you, we, well, it depends on where you are. If you're a leader in today's world, if you're running a company or you're running a volunteer organization in our nonprofit, I think I'm probably, even though I'm the bullying lady, I'm seen as setting very tough mm-hmm. and firm boundaries. I'm always fair, but I will come into negotiation and conflict resolution. And you may not like what how this is going to go down, but we are going to talk about it mm-hmm. and we're going to set up systems because even in a bullying situation, both parties can learn to do it different and move forward, but the abuse has to stop, mm-hmm. right? The harassment can't be there. And so if you're dealing with harassment, if you're dealing with um, stalking, if you're dealing with discrimination, if you're dealing with other forms that fall under it, that is never acceptable. Right. One Period. thing I've seen on social media is, and it's one of the reasons that I, started the collectives was people, this mentality of just this bandwagon mentality, mm. mob mentality. It's a mob mentality. So, you know, I saw business owners, not just us, but my friends yeah. who I knew their personal story of what they were struggling with behind the scenes and them getting trashed over something on Facebook. And I mean, mm-hmm. trashed in the way that they didn't just get a bad review. There were people now just popping in, who may or may not have even been clients just giving their opinion on, you know, the whole entire thing. And it's so hurtful to these people, not just economically, but personally to get up each day and post on Facebook waiting for some kind of crazy situation like that. So if you'll see most of the youth has moved off Facebook, Mm -hmm. they're not there. And I'm not calling out Facebook. I'm not, you know, it's the thing for middle-aged women. (laughs) That's where they think we're hanging out. And like, guys, right? Like, seriously, they're like, and we're not there. It is also one of the most toxic places that I see people pile on because of the format. It's easy to re-forward like a tweet. It's where Instagram isn't. Instagram, if somebody's going to say something, it's just the way that forwards happen in comments. So if you're a business owner and you're scared Mm -hmm. to step back into that, a lot of times I recommend Instagram is a softer Start if you've been mm-hmm. burned. Did you know that in cyberbullying, 18 to 25-year-olds actually struggle with it more than our youth? Oh, my god! The highest numbers are 18 to 25-year-olds. Wow. And so people are moving offline and off platforms, and we're seeing many more youth not wanting to engage in line because of the hate. And so I'm a big proponent in my training and what we do is not to take our negative responses or our conflict or things online. You know, we have... If we have a, an issue with our spouse and we call our girlfriend and we start complaining and all the things, she's not there three days later when we make up, yet we've mm-hmm. left this negativity in our mind. And if all you do is always call and complain about yourself, she's like, why are you still with them? They're, they'll start looking at you like, you're crazy if you're putting up with all this. <laughs> but we don't always share both sides, right? Mm-hmm. And so when we take our, our conflict online, when we put it out there into the world, there are just people in this world that want to create drama. Right. Okay. Let's be honest. Mm -hmm. There are some people that are not okay if things are going, they they just want more drama in their life and they take it online and then it's out there. When it's out there, it can be a few seconds. It's out there. It's out there. They're not there behind the scenes when things are being resolved, when there's cleanup and you've put it out there. And also I just have to say as a leader, if you're putting your drama and you're putting your things out online, you have to really look at your leadership style and the people you have underneath you, right? People working for you. 
Because if you're going to do that, they're going to do that to you. Your likes attract, right? We want to work with people we care about. And so if we're going to put our drama out there and we're going to go online and we're going to use Facebook as a bashboard and we're going to engage, just like we talked about how we're, we want to teach our children how to respond. Mm -hmm. If we're going to do that, what are we teaching the people underneath of us? If we're going to do that, we're going to have people behind us who are going to turn and stab us. So we have to be really careful about how we take conversations because if we, if we want to, grow in a way that's positive and conflict happens, sit down and work it out. And it's okay to put face and pause and say, this isn't for me. And that's okay. Not everybody's meant to be in our life for a season. How many of us have moved on from a job because we just outgrew it? Right. All of us. So many. So many. I think Leslie was talking earlier about like outgrowing your friends and sort of like your volunteer space, your friends, your church, your car, right? Like we may have all started off somewhere. We all outgrow. We outgrow the house. We outgrow relationships. Yeah. You change as a person, right? Mm -hmm. And sometimes you don't control your surroundings. No. So you control yourself, but. Yeah. Unfortunately, you can't bring those people with you, right? Right. And remember the first part is we cannot control other people. Mm -hmm. We can only control our response to other people. Right. Right. And and that's that's something to say, like, as far as response goes. Yes. My um, go-to is usually, like, immediate. I want to deal with this. I want everybody to know my side of things, blah, blah, blah. But what I've learned is you have to let people believe what they want. You have to take some space and just... Be quiet and just lead by example. I I don't think is if it's online, I don't think that responding is ever a good idea because it just feeds into it. What do you think, Candace? Well, I just I as we talked about very much earlier, I don't believe you should engage with a bully. Mm -hmm. Ever. (laughs) So if you are dealing with a bully. If you engage with them, that's the they want. They want you to engage with them. They want you to feed it. They want you. To create more drama. Mm-hmm. So if you do that, what are you doing? You're helping them thrive. Right. And so do. same thing as we're teaching our kids or same thing in the workplace. And I did want to, you know, as we're talking about workplace bullying and adult bullying and what it looks like in relationships, how many people struggle with family members who bully? Mm-hmm. You know, That's we've talked one. about adult bullying, but let's talk about the other aspects. Bullying is not just in the workplace. It's in our families. Mm-hmm. And abuse happens, but the reason we want to really take a look at our bullies is when you know we talk about kids and they're growing and trauma responses and all these things. In our families, the damage that can be done from somebody who is bullying other family members, the abuse that happens there mm-hmm. from being aggressive, repeated, and using their power over and over and over again to control and dominate can destroy people. Yeah. The anxiety, the mental health. PTSD is not just for soldiers, as we talk about in our training. PTSD is very real from bullying. Mm -hmm. And if you stop and take a look, and if you've ever dealt with bullying as a child, many people can very clearly still remember the smell, Mm -hmm. the clothing the person was wearing, every little detail, because that deep-seated trauma was there. And then as adults, we have to learn new tools. If we've dealt with bullying, we sometimes need new tools and how to deal with that. And the first is don't engage with your bully. Mm-hmm. Don't try to use conflict resolution. We should not all be nice, 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 nice. Nice does not get us anywhere. Sometimes we can over nice, right? Mm-hmm. We have to set boundaries that are healthy for ourselves. In the corporate world, 
workplace bullying can be microaggression. It can be being called out. It can be, it can be the silly stuff of what I still consider girl drama of being left out of the, Mm -hmm. you know, the lunchroom or left out of this. I mean, that's silly stuff. But when you, people taking your work, um, work information, if you have a coworker or a leader who is taking your work information and using it and taking credit for it, Mm. you're dealing with a bully. Yeah, that I'm sure that right? happens a lot. Oh, yeah. a lot. Yeah. It's one of the biggest I see. If you have somebody who's using, you know, kind of making the underhanded comments about just really inappropriate, even from physical attributes to uh, character flaws, mm-hmm. like we need to be a society that sometimes learns to shush a little mm-hmm. more. And show a little it's more. It's really compassion. important to think about why you're saying what you're what what are you mm-hmm. saying and why? Are you just trying to fill space because people just vomit yeah. their words everywhere without the power of intentionally thinking. Mm-hmm. Use your words. Think through clearly what you're saying before you say it. You know, I, I was very blessed lately to be able to go to the the women CEO summit. And I watched and I looked around in that room mm-hmm. and the women who own themselves, the women who knew they were in a place of giving back. They didn't need to put down the other ladies. Mm -mm. They didn't need to talk about her shoes or her comment or her bag. The insecure ones, you can watch in a room and see the confidence and the leadership and where people are going versus those aren't. And so one of my personal policies is I'm just not going to talk about other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. When people are like, oh, can you make a comment on that? I'm like, I just don't. I just don't talk about other people. No, I, I think it it's that. really important. It's very hard to do. It is incredibly hard to do. <laughs> it's very hard to do. <laughs> it's very hard to do. But then I want to go home and talk to my husband. And yeah, we can process stuff. Right. But publicly, like, there's just too much. We become just gossiping and putting oh it out gosh. there and throwing drama and spewing others. But for what? Mm-hmm. Well, and for the what? other thing is, it's like, you know, there's that saying, like, keep your circle small. Mm-hmm. Well, I've always been a fan of having a large circle. Like I want to expand that circle. I don't like to not include people, but in life, there's a reason that you have to keep that circle small. It just always weans its way down to being a few people that you can trust. Yeah. You know, you just cannot, it seems, I don't know who can have a giant circle. Yeah. And so if you're out there in the workplace and you're looking and you're looking at doubling things you can do in your workplace and your organizations are, do you have basic policies in place? Right. Very Mm -hmm. simple. As a leader, do you have basic policies in place for how we are and how we aren't handling Mm -hmm. situations? That is something that is easy to, if you've dealt with it in an organization, to look at. Training, I will tell you, I do this all the time, but bullies will not bring in trainers. They will not address the issue. They say, oh, we don't have a problem here. Mm -hmm. That is the first thing they do, right, is we don't have a problem here. If somebody tells you we have a zero tolerance policy or we don't have a problem here, I have red flags. They go up everywhere. I'm like, if you have people, you have a problem. <laughs> like, it's right. just not reasonable. Right. right. But what can you do to help? And and education is a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Holding space for people to be able to have conversations, even if they're saying somebody's bullying or we're having an issue or we're having a harassment issue. If you're holding space that people can come to you openly and have the conversation, mm-hmm. then as a leader, you're doing a fantastic job for creating a place for people to come. Okay, very important question. Mm-hmm. What do you do if you have been bullied mm. um, and you are ready to move on and you need to just let it go? It's so, so this hard. Is, this is probably a little more complicated of an answer than your want. Number 
first thing is if the deeper pain we feel from a bullying situation is normally due to past trauma from other situations. And so sometimes as leaders, I'm attacked quite a bit in different groups. We, we speak openly and I speak out on trafficking and I speak out on a lot of things that people would like to sit me down and shut me up, right? <laughs> when we shine light, darkness comes after it. So the more light we shine, the more attacks and darkness are going to come. And so personally, for me, that comes to going back. And sometimes if it's really deep pain, we might need to consider art therapy, mm-hmm. talk therapy, more wellness, more self-care. Because if something's deeply cutting us, there's something there we need to look at in our trauma response. Mm-hmm. Why are we responding so aggressively to this this deep trauma? If it's not bothering us at all and people are attacking us and you have no response, we also need to talk about that, <laughs> right? Right. If you're just somebody, I'm like, are you going to be a serial killer? Like, what is happening? <laughs> all these people attacking you and you don't care at all? Uh, that's another issue. There's an appropriate response. And moving forward for every person is going to be different. It's. I think it comes back to where they are in their place when the pain happened. Yeah. Some people sit longer, but it's a beautiful opportunity for growth. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful opportunity to grow in self and set boundaries and look at how we want to respond. And I think one of the biggest things is taking that pause. So right? we talked you, about the power of the pause. Yeah. So if you do yeah. have something like PTSD from this and yeah. moving on, you need to. How do you deal with you're it? You're going to want to see your therapist. therapist. <laughs> yeah. I'm not. I am, and we should say this. This is very important. Yes, I'm a trainer. Yes, I do a lot. I am not your trainer. I am not your therapist. I am not there with you. Everything we are saying today is for educational purposes only. Yeah. And if it brings up a response of something you want to research or look at, that's what you should do. It's for informational purposes only, and to start the conversation. Mm-hmm. That adult bullying happens. There's a statistic that through the Library of Medicine that 94% of adults deal with bullying in the workplace. Wow. 94% of adults have dealt with it. That's a lot. The differences in our adults and our kids is our kids many times can't leave school. They can't move on. If you're dealing with a bully at your gym, you can get another membership. Mm-hmm. Right. If you're really dealing with a bullying in workplace, many times there's HR things you can go through. But when you come to a level of you can make choices and you can move. Mm-hmm. The problem becomes many children feel so impa- um, especially even in our special needs community for adults, they feel lost mm-hmm. because they don't have the advocacy or the power to make changes. Yeah, and so the less power you feel you have over your situation, the less power you feel you have to make changes in your life, the more deeply it can hurt to move forward. And so I would start with. Do you need to step back and look at maybe some talk therapy or some new tools? Mm-hmm. Number two, it, do you need to look at some new tools to learn to lessen yourself as a target? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? And sometimes it is never our fault we are being bullied, but we can take personal responsibility to start moving forward in healing. So. Yeah. I know. I know. There's like some simple things that you can do. I know this is a thing for kids, and I don't know, probably for adults too, is to stand up straight. Yes. So just to walk with good posture. Head up, shoulders up. So if everybody, if you're out there listening and you stand up, right, if you're struggling with bullying, even as adults, adults are targeted for that. Mm -hmm. Bullies tend to find things. They want to pick on people who will not fight back. They don't want to fight. How are your feet planted? How are your shoulders planted? Is your head up high? Are you moving forward? And I also want to say out there, many times bullying will stop in less than six seconds if somebody, even for adults, steps in and says something. We don't do that here. Mm -hmm. Or what was your intention with that comment? 
Right. Right. That slight pushback can really define where somebody is. A little bit of light. A little bit of light. A whole lot of light. Shine the light, right? I think that's the biggest thing is shine more light. I love you, Candace. I love you, Lisa. I love all of you, ladies. I love you. This one big love fest. I just feel so (laughs) grateful to have you on this team with your Mm -hmm. skill set because, you know, we knew we loved you, but we didn't know. It's almost like with Alina, you know, it's the same thing with Leslie. It's the more that we get to know each other, the more we realize like how gifted yeah. we all are with our different gifts mm-hmm. and, and our different skills and the stuff that we have to offer to the team and to each other. And I'm just so thankful for you yeah. with this specific mm-hmm. skill set because being on Facebook, you are a target. You know, our group is a lot of business owners and mm-hmm. charities and things like that. So we also have the kids collective. Yeah. So, so leadership in the digital world is hard. Very mm-hmm. leadership in a digital world is hard. Because your right? whole life is broadcasted. It can it's public, be. Yeah. Exactly. It's public and it's so hard to put it out there. And we share our parts. The more connected we are, which is what I love about the collectives, we're vulnerable. I share that I almost lost my son to six suicide mm-hmm. attempts, which is why we come into this space of bullying to talk about it. Because I would not have him, I wouldn't hug his neck today if we hadn't stepped into some hard places and created space for it and learned how to do it differently. And he's still attacked, Mm -hmm. right? It Mm -hmm. doesn't end. It's just our response to it. We cannot control the outside world. Well, I appreciate that you took something so awful, (laughs) so horrible and malicious and painful and turned it into something now that helps others. I mean, just your energy and your son and everything that you've built has helped my son. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> in ways that I never thought I would have ever seen. I yeah. mean, it was just really miraculous. Yeah. So yeah. you have done something beautiful with Thank something you. awful. And I'm hoping the end of the month, I'm working on it now, um, being able to live stream for all the collectives, adults and kids. Number one, are you ready to take your business online? Which most of you are if you're on the social collective, right? <laughs> but- how do you? How does it impact your mental health? And we'll be able to talk more about that and the process to moving forward and repairing our mental health, which we didn't get a ton of time today because we're limited in our podcast space. Mm-hmm. But we'll do that and provide resources for helping move forward in healing. And I think it's not just good for our kids, but for families to talk about together mm-hmm. right. because they're transferable skill set that can happen personally and professionally. So how can everybody learn more about Bully Stay, Broken and Redeemed? Oh, we'll go to Bully Broken Redeemed. Is it just <laughs> bullybrokenredeemed.com? Or you can find me at candacedugger.com because everything's there. All my work is Easy. there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah find awesome. me there. And I also have, um, if you're out there and you're a parent dealing with this, I have a free 30-minute parent class that I have as a Aww. workshop and a resource. I have leader training that we have been very blessed through sponsorships that we offer at only $10 that you can do right now to step into space. And then we have high school courses, uh, middle and high school courses. There's 16 lessons that people can learn all about coming alongside and tools and healing. It's probably, it's, several hours of training we couldn't do here, but at a really high level that you can walk out and know how to empower yourself all the way through. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. I love it. You're beautiful. Oh, thank you. Okay. So what do we have coming on for events, Miss Racinos? Events. (laughs) Hold on. I feel like, hold on. (laughs) (laughs) I'll get 
get the hang of this, guys. All right. <laughs> Events. So we've got lots of fun stuff coming up. So Jefferson County is having their coffee on October 24th at a new location, Ooh. Mediterranean Cafe in Charlestown. And I hear the food is amazing. So if you are going to attend the coffee, please stay for lunch at the Mediterranean Cafe. And then we have... Gosh, this county is going to hate me. I cannot say. You say the first part. I'll say the second part. Fakir. Yay. Fakir. Okay. Happy hour. We'll get her to get this. I'll I'll get it eventually. Um, October 20th, we have a happy hour from 530 to 730 at Denim and Pearls. I just love this name. I want to go for the name. I'm going for the name. Denim and, and, and pearls. denim and pearls. Is it amazing? Marketing. Is it a boutique? A clothing boutique? I don't boutique? know, but I, I am bar. wanting to go. It's a bar. Because it has a happy hour. You denim think and it's pearls. a restaurant? I think it's a boutique. Is it? I, I don't know. Give us but the- guess who's Googling this right now? <laughs> <laughs> Good old Google. All right. And then uh, Prince William is having their coffee on November uh, 7th at the City Tavern in Manassas. All of our coffees are from 10 to 12. Also, another amazing restaurant. We had lunch there the other day. Super delicious food. Best wings ever. Amazing. The amazing. wings were delicious. And then on November 2nd, Fa. Here. <laughs> oh, I like this more. <laughs> um, is having their coffee uh, from 10 to 12 at the Rosemary Boutique. So maybe that's where you were thinking about boutique. Well, oh. that's a hotel. That's and a Denim hotel. and Pearls is a bar. Are you sure? I just checked. Oh, okay. <laughs> to move to Fa. Here. <laughs> Teamwork, guys. All right. And then the Fairfax County Social Collectives is having their happy hour at PJ Skidoo's on Yay. November 8th. And that will be held from 5.30 to 8 p.m. Featuring. And our very own DJ Shorts, David Monder with Lighthouse <laughs> Floors, will be on the turntables. Yay. So that'll be awesome to see him in his element. Hopefully, maybe he'll wear his short shorts. Who knows? So stay tuned. <laughs> Come join us. I feel like we should take a poll. I know. Who wants to see him in short shorts? (laughs) And how short should those shorts be? Remember, when he was on the podcast, what did he say? Daisy Dukes. (laughs) I just remember, hello, ladies. Oh, that was. Uh, Oh, my God. You know, Mr. Monder, Mr. Charming Monder. (laughs) So are we doing shout outs? We are. Who's going first? Because I have no freaking idea. Oh my gosh. All right. If we had a bottle, we'd be playing spin the bottle right now. <laughs> oh, she's spinning her phone. I'm spinning so my that's phone. what we're doing. It landed on Alina. Dang it. Okay. My shout out is for actually City Tavern, the restaurant that Prince William hosted their coffee at because they gave us a private spot. They donated the food. They were just beyond amazing. It was a really nice private space. I didn't know what a popular restaurant it was. Right. In Manassas, a lot of us stayed for lunch after, and we sat outside, and it was absolutely beautiful, and the food was great. But even before we left, the general manager brought out a menu that I could take to my escape room with me for our customers in case they ever wanted to order, and told us that they would book a date right on the spot for the next one. So I just love when local businesses want to collaborate, and they see the value the collectives is bringing to their business, because it opens a lot of doors for us as business owners, but also for them. Right. Absolutely. And they were some really good wings. Mm -hmm. And I love my wings. I know you guys love wings. (laughs) The fries were, oh my gosh. Mm. I don't eat meat with bones. They had house-made ketchup. (laughs) 
Oh my god! Oh, I know my son was fancy. like obsessed. I know <laughs> I, it was crazy. Well, what about the ranch? It was good. I liked it. I didn't. Have I don't a know ranch. if it was homemade, but it was good. Okay. All right. Your ketchup so I'm. I'm actually. I've been very fortunate to go to several of the collectives this month that are mu- a little further out than mm-hmm. I would normally go, and I've started to meet some amazing smaller nonprofits and the Meals on Wheels program. Now there were several people there, so I don't want to isolate anybody here, but what they're doing to their community over in, was it Jefferson County? Washington County. Washington County. Washington County. I had to think for a second. I'm like, I don't know. I feel like I've been, I've been my own. (laughs) What they're doing in the community, what they were able to do all through COVID and coming back out to a thousand meals. um, I think it was a thousand meals a week for seniors Mm -hmm. and the resources they have, the small resources they have to work with were just really just so heartfelt. Wow. And so I just That's love amazing. coming to so many of these collectives where we're seeing more and more nonprofits coming to network and support each other. Even though they're all in the same space, they're just supporting each other in these smaller groups. I have noticed services. that too. It's so love, many nonprofits yeah. are coming. Nonprofits. Mm-hmm. What was the name of the nonprofit yesterday? I'm trying to remember, but... Box to basic, I think. Box to basic. I Something think that's like that. exactly. But, but their mission, oh my gosh. I was crying. I, I was, was literally <laughs> tearing up hearing her speak about their nonprofit. And this is why I love the collectives because of the amazing people that you see that are out there helping out the community. So they typically collect gently used and new clothes and shoes for kids that don't have them. And what I loved about the way she presented it, it was she wanted audience interaction and All the audience had to do was say, yes, we can. And she would say, you know, this kid was abused, had to leave with just the clothes on his back, whatever else. But And he was embarrassed to go to school because he didn't have anything to wear. And the day he did get the new clothes, like he woke up 40 minutes early to go to school and get ready. Another kid who had shoes that were too tight and had blisters got his new pair of shoes and couldn't believe how he could run in them and do activities in them and how conscious these kids were going to school in exactly. things that they weren't fitting in or whatever else and how it changed when they did get that confidence. Oh my yeah. gosh. It wow. was it was really heartfelt to to listen mm-hmm. to her speak and then also read, you know, the testimonials from right. people that they've helped and it was Amazing. So mm-hmm. definitely follow the Prince William County Social Collective Group so you can learn more about their nonprofit. Mm-hmm. They're amazing. Who's next? Okay. So I'm going to give my shout out to Bill Stats Beignets. Ooh. Because Jenny Beignet, who is my <laughs> hero, my pastry hero, they opened up their brick and mortar. So yes. they're they're open for business. That's so exciting. They have worked so hard to do this. I know. And they're going to be supplying beignets to one of our future coffees. Mm-hmm. And they supplied beignets to our uh, Waterford Last, Pearl. Loudest, yes. yeah. I didn't even get to one because by the time <laughs> I got to the table, they were all gone. I was like, I know. who ate them all? We Same. don't mess with beignets. <laughs> it was either Candace or Aaron. It was Aaron. <laughs> so I'm gluten-free. I just okay. watched my son who cried when he had the first one. He oh. was like, this may be the best thing I've ever had in my whole life. I just need to tell you. And I'm like, you don't tell somebody gluten-free that. You say this is the worst thing. You'd never want one. <laughs> and they have pumpkin flavored dip right Ooh. now that you can get for all the pumpkin um 
wristbands, now is the time to go. Beignets yeah. and dipping sauces. So yes, Jenny uh, Billstadt with Billstadt's Beignets, and they are open in Ashburn. We are super excited for Jenny to go celebrate. Uh, she's been on the team for a long time, mm-hmm. and we are just thrilled that she took her pop up to now being a brick and mortar and just watching her follow her dream has been amazing really and grow has. throughout the collective yeah because she has been in the collectives for about three years since three years since yeah. the beginning and like you said seeing her from the pop-up and now her brick and mortar you know it's That's just amazing. been a beautiful journey and we're like so happy <laughs> actually if you go into Bill Stutz beignets you will see a picture of a butterfly that is a collage of all of our collective events. True story. And she has a special little corner for me because I like super special chairs. (laughs) (laughs) She'll probably also give you a sign and a red (laughs) werewolf. It's the collective corner. Um, So anyway, that's my shout out. That's awesome. So your turn. My shout out is, well, I'm going to shout out Nicole Hamlin with Salon Hamlin. Oh man. Because I just got my hair done with her and so did Alina. She is amazing. (laughs) She is absolutely amazing. She, so my hair is fried, mm-hmm. completely fried. And I mean, it still feels healthy. And mm-hmm. it was, you know, she did treatment on it. She explained to me what to do with my hair. She really educated me, which I feel like some salon owners don't do. And just basically gave me the instructions as to what I need to do to take care of my hair and oh. the full balayage that she did. I'm Amazing. Just, I'm so happy. Oh, and when I was there, her daughter was working with her, and that was just so much fun to see, like, how they interacted and how much fun that was. And we kept asking her all these questions about her boyfriend and if mom liked him. And (laughs) so we had a lot of fun when we were there. I love that it's like a family-run affair. I love the Mm family-run affairs. And that's Bill Stutz Beignets as well. Mm -hmm. And also Kelly Rogan, when she opened up Schooled, um, her girls are with her. I love watching all of that. And actually, one of the things I've loved about our recent coffees is we've had them fall on days where there was no school. Mm-hmm, and so yeah. we've had tables set up for the kids yes. to do projects for nonprofits yes. while the parents are networking. I mean, exactly. I love seeing the pictures with all the kids going out with their parents and doing all these things together. Oh my gosh. My day was made yesterday when people came up to my son and said, I didn't even know you were here. And I'm like, score, that's a win for this week because he was so busy playing his games. But yeah, we love that we can bring our kids to this because it makes life a lot easier. Absolutely. So thank you, ladies. And thank you, Candice, so much for sharing your wisdom that I know was born out of a necessity to learn and pain that you have turned around and made something so beautiful for everybody else and you sharing that. And I know that it's not easy because you do become a target. (laughs) Yes, I am. Very much. (laughs) It just, the more you share, the more you, the more you're then um, coming into confrontation with people that want to have a whole lot of bullying. But that's why it's important to do it. It is important. It is important. We're thankful that you're teaching us how to manage and deal with it too. I'm just hoping this opens a conversation within everybody's family, Mm -hmm. with their children, within their, just hold space for people that need it. Mm -hmm. You never know who might be struggling with it in silence because they've had no one to hold space for them and talk. Right. Wow. Awesome. All right, guys. I think you heard it here. October is Anti-Bullying Awareness Month. 
if you or a loved one or anybody that you know is being bullied, struggling, there's resources for that. One of those resources is Bullied, Broken, and Redeemed. Candace Duggar, she's a leader in the collective community. You can find her through Facebook, her website, and I'm sure she would love for you to reach out and see how she can help you. Absolutely. You guys are looking at me, so yay, Candace. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like Oprah (laughs) Thank you. All right. All right. So, everybody, have a great month, and we will talk to you next time. So, go out. So, go out. Bye. Bye.